When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. What's going on, people? You know who it is. It's your favorite cousin. And your girl, Pixie. And we are the Bear Nigga Truth Podcast, and we are here with two of our special cousins today. So y'all please introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Danita Hayes. Boom! I'm Dominic Couch, the people's <laughs> agent. <laughs> All right, and they are the owners of the Wall Street Cafe out here in Suffolk. So we're going to talk to them today, get all in their business about how they got started, all that good stuff. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We're good. I'm So I'm really excited to do this interview with you guys today. I've been kind of following on Facebook, the gotcha. uh, premiere of your business, and I just got a few questions I want to ask you. I'm going to okay. dig a little bit about the business, give people understanding about how you guys got to where you are. Okay. Um, so ladies first. I'm going to um, start with you. And the first question that I would like to ask you is, as a woman, uh, we hold many titles. How do you balance it all, remaining true to your religion and faith? That's the key right there, my faith. Your faith. Um, basically, I'm able to balance it because I pray. Okay. And right. God gives me the strength to be able to do all those things. Mom, wife, business owner, friend. Mm -hmm. Um, so I definitely have a really, really um, big prayer life. Awesome. So that's the key to being able to balance, I think. Okay. All right. And she don't just pray. She prays. Okay. <laughs> you pray for you. Okay. She prays. She prays. Because prayer is necessary. So, yeah, it absolutely. is very necessary. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Gotcha. And what about you? How do you balance your different things too? Oh man, um, you know, prayer, my relationship with God is the most important thing. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, I have an amazing wife that keeps me in line, keeps me checked. Mm -hmm. um, and I just understand that, you know, I heard T. Jakes put it this way. He says, you know, waking up, he understands that he's not going to be great at everything. So there's one area that may he may drop the ball on, but just make sure you don't drop the same ball every day, right? Okay. So for me, you know, it may be I, I'm putting, you know, my all into this or majority into this, and this may be here, and then it may flip-flop, you know what I'm saying? So um, being organized and operating with my calendar. If it's not on my calendar, it is not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> you know, so, like we got scheduled yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> on the calendar. Over there, because she was like, you Yes, yeah, right. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my question um, for both of y'all, let's uh, start here. What was, it, what was it like for you, like, your childhood? Because I heard you got an interesting backstory. Oh, I ain't going to tell you, you told me. Okay, but, okay. <laughs> you know. My childhood, we talked about that the other day. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't believe me that my dad had an outhouse. Um, but, so my childhood was pretty interesting. I, I was born and raised in Saratoga. Um, you know, it was during a time where crime was pretty high, mm -hmm. so I saw a lot of things and witnessed a lot that most kids should not, you know, you get PTSD from, right? Um, and so growing up, it was first, 
um, my mom and my dad and um, my my two two brothers uh, growing up. And um, my dad was he was very abusive. Like he was physically abusive to my mom. So we kind of grew up in that atmosphere. And then my dad got locked up. So when he got incarcerated, it was my mom's way of getting away. But what was interesting was she only went away across the street. So okay. we, we, went, we went from staying in a house on uh -huh. one street right across from the church mm -hmm. to now living in an apartment on the other side of the church, okay. the next street over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my mom, she's, man, that's, that's our rock. She worked like two to three jobs at one time. Um, and, she, you know, she couldn't get a sitter. My, my grandmother couldn't watch us. We had to go to her to work. So we would be in, you know, like she worked at Suffer News Hurl. So we would be laying on a stack of papers, you know, while she was working and then going out uh, at night in the van while she was throwing the papers, you know what I'm saying? And we'd be in the back of the van. Um, and then when she had to go to Autumn Care, the nursing home, we had to sit in the little waiting room area, you know what I mean? Wow. And so, but my mom, she, she held it down, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She held it down. So we had a pretty rough, poor life. But you know, when you young, you don't really know how poor you are until right. until I went to my dad's house. That's when I realized how what poverty really was. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got you know what I'm saying? Like yet. so so we were poor, but when we went to stay with my dad when he when we came home, yeah, you know, my dad didn't have no bathroom in his house. So wow. we had a bucket and you had to go dump that bucket outside in the outhouse. When you saw those flies, bro, yeah. okay, you knew how poor you were. <laughs> yeah. I, my family's from um, Hops and Chuckasaw. Okay, okay, so gotcha. So you know exactly, what time I it know is. that life. Yeah, yeah. I do. You know I what got time them eating them many days That's because right. I didn't want to go in that outhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't believe it. Struggle. So, so she didn't nice. believe me, right? So I called my brother on speaker. Oh, no. I was like, bro, tell her what time it was. Stand at the and he, he, you know. You know his, his that, was a, that was a different time. Yeah. And, and believe yeah. it or not, yeah. it's still some people in that area who yeah, still yeah, yeah. don't have indoor yeah. plumbing. So, you know, yeah. some yeah. people are still living that struggle. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not one. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yeah. 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 going back. Yeah. Definitely feel you on that. What about you? What was your childhood? So, um, we basically have similar backgrounds. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Norfolk, Norview area, okay. um, raised by a single mother. Mm -hmm. My father, we, my mom and father were together until I was five and then they got a divorce. Mm -hmm. But his issue was he has mental illness. Mm -hmm. So, you mm -hmm. know, growing up with that as a kid, it was just a little strange. Mm -hmm. um, but I was telling Dominic the other night, so after my father left, then of course my mom struggled financially. So he had bought, we had a house that we lived in. My mom, my dad, they had bought a house before they got a divorce and he, she was still living there with us, mm -hmm. but she couldn't really afford to keep it up. Um, mm -hmm. We had a house, we didn't live in the projects, but some days we would come home, there would be no electricity mm -hmm. or we didn't have food to eat. So. Her thing was, I want to keep y'all out of the projects. I used to say, I wish we lived in the projects. <laughs> <laughs> so we can have some meat, <laughs> some food to eat, you know. That block but, cheese. Right. Yeah. Block cheese. That's yeah. Right. Things I knew we was going to get over yeah, there. Yeah. 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 So, um, and my first to the 15th. Yeah. First to the 15th. Yeah. After that, you went back to struggle. <laughs> But my yeah. grandparents, they played a big role in our mm -hmm. lives, just helping my mom. Mm -hmm. She was, my grandmother was my first babysitter. I didn't go to preschool. She was 
my preschool and she always instilled in us the word of God. Mm -hmm. Like my grandmother would sit there and she would read us Bible stories. That's how I learned most of, um, you know, Bible stories was through her Mm -hmm. and my mom, of course, but my mom had to work and my grandmother was always a stay at home mom. And she was just, that was just our safe haven. Like I can even remember as a kid, um, I was like, I'm staying at grandma house. (laughs) That was me. Like, because, you know, I just felt, you know, safe there. Um, she always had food on the table, you know, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was her girl. I was her. I'm her oldest grandchild, her oldest granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I grew up with, I have four brothers, no, three brothers and a sister. So my sister didn't come along until I was 15 years old. So it's always me, the only girl. So a lot of times I would yeah. stay with grandma. You got the special relationship. Was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have four brothers and one sister okay. that I know of. Okay. Okay. Like if you out here and see it, like man, you look familiar. Yeah, they gonna yeah. see this and be like, yeah, "Let me call my brother." Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so I'm gonna ask you. Okay. Um, how do you find balance being an entrepreneur, a husband, and a father? Um. Wow. So, like I said, it's it's the calendar. Uh, everything is an appointment, and that was one thing my mentor taught me when I first came on as a real estate agent. He says everything is an appointment, you know, from showing a house's appointment, mm-hmm. taking your daughters to the doctor's an appointment, to you know you having to take your wife out on a date that's an appointment, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. everything goes on your calendar, and my wife has access to my calendar, so okay. she knows, you know, like there are times when she'll remind me, like even this morning, you know, she said, well, what time are you gonna need to be there? Don't they got it set up? That you can make like so she knows what so everything's really by by the calendar. Right. Um, the balance part is my day start a little early, so I try to get a lot of my business that I can get done early in the day, so that my appointments here at the cafe um, and my time. I try to get home good enough time, still spend time with my wife and kids. Awesome. So, awesome. Um, but I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it's a challenge, and you know, so yeah. One thing I can say to that, too, is what I have learned is to be okay with delegating um, responsibility. Because yeah. mm-hmm. in the beginning, when I first started as an entrepreneur, I was like, I need to do this. I had to do everything. But now I'm to the point, I'm like, okay, yeah, you do this, you do right. that, I'll do this. And everybody stay in your lane you and we'll get it done. That's yeah. right. She's good. No, she's not going to fix no sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> she's making no coffee. You said, I, I got other things now, that I I'm Now, she'll bring you your food, right. guys. She'll bring you your food. But that is his yeah. job or her yeah. job. No, you good. You right. good. That's you right. good at that. That's why we hire the right people. And I honestly feel like that's a really good thing sometimes when you try to take on too much. It becomes overwhelming and then you find yourself yeah. um just hesitant about doing things or you missing yeah. this or missing that so organization and accountability in business yeah. is very good yeah. and you have to allow your team members to make mistakes and in our business you know i know we both had to learn that there are people that really want to work especially in real estate they only want to work with us you know what i'm saying so i had to learn that listen everybody can't work with me yeah. you know what i'm saying okay. i would love to have every client work with me but now we have agents now so we have to be able to shift and say, all right, listen, uh, I feel you're going to work with this client or Precious or whoever. And so we can have our agents to do that part while we allow to, to do what we're doing here at the cafe. Yeah. So, cool, cool. Yeah. And so I want to ask you this too. So I noticed um, on Facebook, you do classes on teaching women how to flip houses. Yeah. And, you know, that's not something you see a lot. So what mm-hmm. made you, you know, want to get into that, especially showing 
uh, more women how to do it as opposed to, I guess, it being a kind of male-dominated industry? Yeah. Um, the, it came to me because a group of women, it was about 12 or 13 of them, mm -hmm. and they have a group. And she just called me one day. She was like, Danita, can you come in and teach us how to flip houses? Mm -hmm. And so I was really um, amazed by it because, you know, first they reached out to me. But secondly, that it was all women, you know, a group of women. And I feel like the reason, and I asked her, I said, why did you reach out to me? And she said, because I feel comfortable with you. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times women feel intimidated by the whole flipping houses yeah. thing, mm -hmm. like how to estimate the repairs and doing all that stuff. You know, they feel intimidated by it. And I think that just by them seeing me as the teacher, it just mm -hmm. makes them feel comfortable. So you give them a safe place. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Plus, you know, the construction workers, they got a stigma, you know. Yeah. You gotta learn it. You don't play when it comes to business now. So. I can tell by her demeanor, like, oh, okay. So, so, oh, I feel it. I feel yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. She don't play. She is from Norview, so don't get it twisted. Right. You know, she may not stay in the projects, but she is from Norview. So. Yeah, look, it's in her. Yeah, so. yeah. And that's a good thing, though, because you don't want to be timid in business. Oh, absolutely. People will take advantage of them. That's so right. Yeah. You have to have, you know, a stern demeanor yeah, about yourself because yeah. people mm -hmm. don't take you seriously sometimes mm -hmm. when you Especially don't show and walk in authority. As a woman and yeah. as someone and know that you have a relationship with God and think mm -hmm. that, okay, well, you know, we can just say what we want yeah. and she's going to yeah. be okay yeah. with it, you know, but you got to have a Peter around every now and then. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. So, also, I heard you used to rap, man. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's get into that. So, yeah. what, what, what was what was the stage name? I went by Prime. Prime, okay. Prime okay. was my name. Yeah. And did, was that uh was that something you just did or was that like something that was oh man so so man so from where I'm from again mm -hmm. you either had to rap or you had to have a sport you know be athletic mm -hmm. or it was the streets mm -hmm. and. My mom, my dad, the streets won't go. That won't go. That won't happen. Yeah. Like the street lights came on. I can see mm -hmm. my dad from the playground on the porch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you said that's me. It's so, time to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know that won't go. That won't gonna happen. So and then you know so I had two nicknames. They called me Hoop Dream because uh, I wanted to be an NBA player and an NFL player. So every morning I'd be at the basketball court by myself, blindfolded. Dribbling, working on my handles, um, and but in the seventh grade was when I started doing music. So I started out, I, I started out doing poetry. Uh, that was my way to get the ladies, you know. So okay. I'm writing these poems. But um, my dad used to manage a group, a dance group. So we used to go with him to the rehearsals, and me and my brother had a little dance routine we used to do. And then my oldest brother, he used to um, manage a rap group. Right, so we surrounded by it, and my dad always played his old albums and everything. Mm -hmm. So it went from um, singing at first, we was trying to sing, have a singing group, uh, to a dance group, to um, rapping in then seventh grade. Okay. And from there, that was my goal. I was like, I'm gonna make it. Like, I don't mm -hmm. care, I'm gonna make it. Mm -hmm. And so in the 11th grade, I started my first, uh, we started our rap group in the, 10th grade, 11th grade, and in 12th grade, I got my first business license. So I actually formed a recording company. Okay, you started out very early. Yeah, okay. Very, very early. So that's just something that has been in you 
um, oh, from absolutely. a very young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I knew awesome. that, yeah. yeah, I knew that a nine to five was not going to work for me. Okay. You know, um, I tried it, you know, but I know a nine to five wasn't, wasn't going to work, you know, and so I enjoyed being able to be free and do what I love doing. So, yeah, 12th grade, I used to, man, I had, was right in a three bedroom apartment. The inspection, I knew they was coming. I had the room cleaned out. You know, prayed no roaches come out. Um, you know what I'm saying? And the guy came in and I said, hey, this is my office. This is my studio. And they gave me my license. And so, all man, my mom, she worked all the time. So, our house, you know, that was the spot. You know, she gone. That was, I'm going to leave it like that. That was the spot. Yeah. That was the spot. So, you know, studio all night long, music all night long, going all night long. And that's, you know, everybody knew me for being you know, that executive slash rapper. So I was rapping, but I was more of the business side. Okay. You know, I only, I would feature, but I would push my artists more than anything. Okay. So, and I feature it now there, but yeah. And I like that you brought that up too, because especially the fact that you got your business license in the 12th grade. Yeah, yeah. Because I know a lot of uh, kids, especially in high school, you know, they feel like, okay, man, look, I only got options. So, you know, the parents will say, well, you either going to go in the military. Yeah. You're going to yeah. work. You're going to college. And yeah. at that age, you had to, to know what the thought and say, you know what? Nine to five and go work. I'm going to yeah. do something different. Yeah. And but it's funny you say that because my mom signed me up for the military in 11th grade. Mm-hmm. So I got expelled yeah, from school from fighting. Uh-huh. And so she was like, oh, nah, you, you, <laughs> I got yeah. something. Yeah, she said, oh, so no, she took me to this. the recruiting station. Uh-huh. I got signed up for the Navy, uh-huh. all right, in the 11th grade. So uh-huh. when uh, I had to go to administration hearing, and when they allowed me to come back in school, um, so I'm already set to go to the Navy. I'm doing delayed entry program. and But because of sports, you know, I wanted to still go to college, go to Howard, actually. But when when the guidance counselor called me in and said, hey, how is interested? They see your film. They, they see your grades. Because I always say good grades. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, yo, I can't go. Like, I already signed up for the Navy. And my mom was serious. Like, boy, you get from around like, you don't get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you not doing this. Yeah. So uh, I, had, uh, I had a court case that was the def- uh, that was the fact to decision making. Uh, okay, can I go through the military now? Because either way... It was going to be a charge, yeah. either a felony or they was going to reduce it to a misdemeanor. Um, I got in a car accident the night of my graduation. Wow. So we had to graduate. You know, I graduated from high school June 16th. Um, you know, this is going to be all in my book, by the way. But okay. I was I was seven, I was 17 messing with a 36 year old married lady, oh. right? And my mom, she said, she said, tell me, she said, boy, you gotta leave that man later alone. You'll get in trouble, right? And I'm thinking I know it all, right? Mm-hmm. So, we all do. you used to drive her car. Um, lo and behold, we went joyriding, me and some friends in her vehicle, right? So, it was my graduation night. You know, everybody out, party, having a good time. And I let them drive. Now, we high, we not, man, we just. We're doing what the youngsters what do. The youngsters do. Celebrate. And, um,. <laughs> We ended up getting, I mean, it was crazy. Like, my life flashed before my eyes that night. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because we hit a light pole head on, mm-hmm. right, at high speeds. And before we hit, I just remember going like this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they call it the, the flash of the death of flash. What a flash of death, right? Mm-hmm. My family, everybody flashed before my eyes. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I just remember, And so when I came conscious, because the guy in the back seat thought me and the driver were dead. 
no seatbelts, wow. and we just slumped over, right? So I came to myself and started doing this. I was like, I'm here, you know what I'm saying? And I kept hearing stirring, so the police is coming. Mm-hmm. So we all kicked the door open. I stood outside and I looked at that vehicle, and that vehicle was crushed. Oh, like wow. it was done, right? Yeah. My arm was bleeding because of glass, and the other two guys got on, they started running, they left because we heard the police, right? So they got on and they ran. And I stepped away and I'm still like, what in the world? Like, is this a dream? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And this is like two o'clock in the morning, oh, right? Wow. So so now I step away and I'm just like catching my breath, like, yo, I can't believe this. I'm not running nowhere. Like, yeah. I can't believe I'm still here. Right. So one of my homeboys coming down the street driving and I see him, I'm like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> so I fan him down, I get in his car, right? I'm bleeding. I said, man, take me home, man. Take me home. He takes me home. All right. Um, the cops end up chasing, you know, my homies. Uh-huh. And one of them end up getting caught. And so I go home and the lady, her daughter asked, said, where's the car? Right. And I'm like, uh-uh. I, I said, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I ended up getting my car, going to my mom's job. All right. I tell my mom, I said, Hey, you know, we just got in a car accident. And of course she gave me, I told you, I told you. you, know? you to, didn't I tell so, you? So I ended up um, showing her, like driving where the accident was, right? Mm-hmm. And then she told me, she said, well, go to the police station and file a car accident report. And I'm not thinking, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't do nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I go. And when I get there to file the report, they take me to the back, right? And they say, young man, we charge you with grand larceny. And... The married lady and her husband was there, and they said I stole oh. the car. Oh man! So she, now, she so, sold you out. So, so now, <laughs> I'm being charged for auto theft, which I didn't steal the car, right? Mm-hmm. I'm getting charged, and um, I tell the police officer, I said, "Listen, man, I said honestly, I don't even care." Right? I said, "I'm just glad to be alive. Like I can't even believe I'm here." You right. know what I'm saying? So they checked my vitals, make sure I was good. Um, so I had to go to court. Go to court and. Long story short, the judge was like, well, young man, I don't believe you stole it, right? But I couldn't say that I was messing with it because the Navy don't believe in fraternization. So it had to be my word versus her word Mm -hmm. and the witnesses, right? So I couldn't say, well, you know, she was my side chick or none of that. It was straight, did you steal it or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the judge said, young man, I don't believe you stole the car, Mm -hmm. uh, but I got to charge you with something. And and either way... You're not going to be able to go into the Navy because of what I'm charging. You got to get charged, right. right? So he called for recess. We go in the back, and her lawyer, this God was always with me now. Mm-hmm. Her lawyer comes in and says, Young man, I heard you want to go into the Navy. I said, Yes, sir, but I can't go because of blah, blah, blah. He stuck his hand out. He says, If you promise me you'll never come back, I'll make sure you go. Wow. I said, I ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got to worry about it. I'm not coming so back. So we go back in the courtroom. The judge says, well, I understand y'all came, um, you know, y'all made amends mm-hmm. and whatever the case may be. He says, young man, make sure you write me a letter when you get to boot camp. Case dismissed. Oh, wow. Oh, so, I go to boot camp. Mm-hmm. All right. I know y'all didn't ask me all this, but now you're telling me. You gotta go out. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, 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 so <laughs> I go to boot camp, all right, and um, I'm still focused on music, right? So, I go to boot camp, but my neighborhood that I left is still in me. Mm-hmm. So I'm away from it, 
but those tendencies come up. So I get in a fight in boot camp. I get in a fight in A school. And on my ship, I get into a fight. And then they finally put me in a Navy jail, what they call it, the bridge. The bridge. Mm-hmm. They put me in there for 30 days, and then they gave me the boot, right? Um, but I wanted the boot so I could pursue my music. Oh, okay. okay. Because I'm like, yo, I'm just on the water for six or nine months. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. I can't do what I, you know, what I'm called to do, yeah. so to speak. You know what I mean? So everything yeah. happens for a reason. Yeah, for a reason. Yeah. So I gave y'all a little lot there. Yeah, that was that was deep because you know I can relate to that because my father always, my father lived in Saratoga for a period of time, and he wouldn't even let us come off the porch. That's right. Um, I remember me and my stepsister walking to the corner store holding hands at like 14 years old and he's standing on the porch watching us as we walk and all we wanted was a pickle and some shoes that's it <laughs> we want nothing else but you know i thank god for my father yeah you know keeping me um in a in a realm of protection yeah. and uh, yeah. who knows what things yeah. i could have been exposed to yeah. and coming from that neighborhood yeah. Yeah. if my father hadn't been the man that he was that's so good. you know we don't appreciate it sometimes when that's we're right. young we're like that's oh right. he ruined my life i can't even be cool but you yeah. know dad and i'm an adult and i'm a mom yeah, I thank him for that because mm-hmm. it's something that was instilled in me that That's I can good. now instill in my children. Mm-hmm. And you know, we just don't ever want our children to fall to the wayside. So yeah. it's a yeah, blessing sure. in disguise. So I have a question for the both of you. Um, if there were any steps you could avoid building your brand, what were they and why? Mm-hmm. Like anything that you endeavor or anything you endured in the process that you could have went a different way or um, just avoided the mishap of wasting the time on it Mm, i think for me like first starting out i didn't have a mentor Mm -hmm. and that was a mistake i should have had a mentor somebody who i looked up to who um you know who is where i want to be and it it makes it so much easier and quicker you learn so much more from Mm -hmm. just having a mentor otherwise you're just kind of figuring everything out yourself Mm -hmm. oh um, I think for me, I would have planned a more. little better. Yeah, because I was I was very anxious, and when God gave me a word, you know, I just I I just I ran. I didn't ask for no instruction. I didn't ask for no mentor. It was just all right. He told me to do real estate because my goal was music. So when God called me away from music, that was big for me mm-hmm. because music was all I wanted. Right. So he called me into an area that I knew nothing about. I knew nobody in the field of real estate. Mm-hmm. So it was a faith journey. Like, okay, God, you calling me to do something that I've never done before. My mom, my parents never owned a house. Now you, you want me to teach people how to own real estate, right? And so I went from working at Pepsi to giving them a notice to me and my wife receiving a foreclosure notice only because of I didn't plan accordingly so you know and I didn't have no closings there wasn't no commission check Mm -hmm. so it was just I'm all in all right we're gonna we're gonna make it some way somehow so that was the only part that I probably would have done differently was just kind of plan and say okay well let's make sure we have this in place and this in place and I did the same thing when I first, when I heard God tell me real estate, I literally just woke up and I just heard you gonna sell real estate. 
and I just went all in. Oh, yeah. And so we struggled financially, you know, for a while. I had to go back to work, and then I had to learn discipline. That was the biggest yeah. thing. I had yeah. to learn discipline. Yeah. Like, okay, if you can go to this job from nine to five and work for these people, then you need to do the same thing for yourself. Right. So once I learned that, and I believe God brought me back to work so that I could learn some things before I was able to get out on my own and have my own business. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And let me ask y'all this also. Going into real estate, you know, and it seems like it was just something that, you know, I woke up and it was like, hey, this is what I want y'all to do. <laughs> what were the, outside of, you know, the initial struggles, what were some of the struggles getting started? Because, <laughs> you know, you had so many people like, oh, get my real estate license yeah. and then it's like all the time you're not just going to go in here and start making six so, figures so, right off so, the rip, so you know? let's let's just address the elephant in the room okay real estate is still not a black person's game mm -hmm. let's just be honest right so you have to understand that you are entering into an industry that people don't even want you to be in right don't even right. feel like you should be in yeah. right so i knew coming in that um that was and i didn't care you know what i'm saying i didn't care but i knew that was going to be a challenge right yeah. secondly i knew that i didn't have the income to compete as far as advertising against people who have the funds so here's the gift here's where the music background comes in at mm -hmm. i was a street hustler mm -hmm. i sold cds off my backpack out of my back yeah. so I did things that, okay, I can't pay for a billboard, I can't pay for a commercial, but you will not outwork me. I'm gonna knock on every door, I'm gonna give a business card so you, you to every, oh, oh, all day, yeah. all day. So I knew that my grind had to be different mm -hmm. and my market was gonna be different. Like I knew I was gonna market to my people. I was gonna go right back to the same hood I grew up at and like, listen, I'm gonna teach y'all how to get out of here. I'm gonna teach you how to buy a house. Yeah. If you need credit repair, I'm going to help you get your credit right, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to help get you off Section 8. So that was my goal. And so I eventually went out to people that nobody wanted. Nobody wanted those clients right. I was working with. Now, I have, I have a little bit of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. From celebrity clients to people that's still in the hood to you name it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But the challenge was, Dominic, you have to go in realizing that people don't want you to succeed. Right. They don't want to see you come up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people who get into real estate, they do have that. They think, oh, it's going to be a beautiful um, <laughs> mm -hmm. career. I get to dress up every day, show beautiful houses, and that's just not it. My dad actually just jumped into real estate, and he, he, he yeah, is yeah, he good, yeah. an agent. Yeah, he My dad is a real estate yeah, agent yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. and it was kind of like... Um, you know, it yeah, was like he yeah. jumped into it, sold a few houses, made some money off yeah. of it, and then it was kind of like, okay, I've accomplished that now. But it wasn't, it didn't seem like it was something that kind of made him mm. say, this is something I want to do for a long period of time. It was just like, okay, I tried it. Mm, yeah. I'm going to move on to yeah. something else, you know. But he still has yeah. that attribute of his life that if he wanted to do that, yeah. he could, you know. And, and you got to understand now, people see what we do. So you have people like we were called to this. I didn't. I didn't choose this. I'll be honest. I did not choose doing a real estate. Like if it was up to me, I'm an ex Russell Simmons all day long. Like, okay. I'm like Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even you selling think no the houses. The hustle is so. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like so. So 
it, it was that, you know, in the midst of a chaotic situation, God gave me a word and I obeyed. Not knowing what the end was going to be. I, I obeyed and in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, God, you know, I spent all my life studying music from how to that set contracts, how to promote, how to establish a label, how to go to the radio station. Like, that's all I've been doing. Now you're telling me you do this. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. But that was faith because he gets the glory for this. Absolutely. You know, had I been successful in music, I can say, well, you know, I'm successful because, you know, I've been doing this long enough. When I came into real estate, it was like, uh, glory be to God. <laughs> you know, like, like, I was okay, you say God, I'm trusting you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, once you kind of learn the background of music and, you know, the contracts yeah. and everything like yeah. that, you, it's like now when you go into the real estate, you can kind of look through and say, okay, I, I was just thinking that, you know, some <laughs> you things know what you know, realize are gift yeah. in disguise. Yeah. It's just preparation Absolutely. For, what, um, yeah. for the next yeah. level. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Sometimes. Because I thought I was going to be a TV anchor woman. Yeah. I went, that's what I went to college for, mass communications, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, real estate, okay. But I, like you said, I yeah. obeyed, and this is where we are. And now, looking back, I can see how he was just setting everything right. up, just yeah. setting it all everything. up. Divine connections, yeah. just everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. So people on the outside, they say, I want to get my real estate license, right? Because they see what we do, and they see you know, what we have accumulated throughout the years, and they assume that it's easy, or they assume that they're going to succeed as well. And it's like, well, you know, for one, if you're looking to do this for a paycheck, you, you need to check yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. the money comes, but I don't do this because of the money. Right. You see what I'm saying? Is like, it more, I, it's more of a passion. It's a, it's a passion, but it's, it's a really, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a ministry. Like, okay. this when, he, when God called you to do something, it's an assignment, right. right? I didn't go chase a commission check and say, this is why I'm doing real estate. Okay. I'm chasing what God told me to do. And on the back side of that, we'll get rewarded for that. Mm -hmm. But people look at like, oh, man, I remember when, man, I remember when you ain't had this. Or I remember, man, I want to do real estate. You sure? <laughs> all right, I'm like, all right, well, yeah, all right, listen, I'm, I'm, right. uh, I'm role playing at 5 a.m. You going to be up? No, man, that's too early. <laughs> no, you don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So most people want the result, but they don't want to put in the work. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? They, definitely they don't, don't see us work. knocking on doors. They don't see us passing out business cards, getting on the phones, mm -hmm. you know, calling people, getting They don't people. see us on the prayer call. Oh, they don't see us they don't on the prayer see, call? You know what I'm saying? They yeah. don't see when, when, when our face is on that floor and we right. are asking God for wisdom. And so people see the fruit, but they do not see the labor yes. that goes in. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of things that people, like, even with this, People see the cafe, mm -hmm. but if they only knew what we had to do <laughs> and what we went through, oh, it's a process. We're talk about that too. Yeah. So, um, and before we get to talking about the cafe, what other businesses do y'all do? Like I know you do <laughs> real estate. You know, yes. I heard the word entrepreneur thrown around a few Ooh. times. You know, so I'm just wondering. Man. You know, because you know, delegate. So that means yeah, you got to yeah. do this while I go handle that. So, mm -hmm. what other businesses are y'all into also? Well. I know he got about 20, but I got a lot going let's on. see. I have Global Home Investors, which okay. is a um, yeah. pay attention. Global Home Investors, which is a real estate investment company. Um, so that's where we do flips and wholesaling through mm -hmm. that company. Um, then I also have 21 Days of Encouragement, which is a YouTube channel that I have for women entrepreneurs. And it's also a journal. So I sell the journals to the women 
and we go through um, the 21 days together on the YouTube channel. And basically the journal, it gives you a Bible verse, it gives you an affirmation, and it gives you an action step um, for your business. And it gives you prayers that you can say over yourself and over your business every day. And so the 21 days, of course, is because, you know, they say 21 days, um, will grow a habit a good yeah, habit right so we just go through that because i know how it was when i first started out as an entrepreneur a woman entrepreneur you sometimes you feel alone so okay. i just want um to share my experiences with them um just to encourage them and to get them to keep moving forward and then of course women flip houses too mm -hmm. and wall street cafe and okay. victory allegiance realty okay now, hold on real quick. I want to get your answer to Y'all might as well now, go ahead and look. look I'm about to slip now, over my you, car. You, uh, with everything you have going on, do you see yourself as like a role model for young women? And not even just about. black women, just women in general, because it's like, you know, being from where you're from, it's like, you know, if I can do this and you put the time and dedication, you can too. I think so. And, um, you know, and I, and like Dominic said, this was something that God called us to. When he said real estate, I had no idea it was going to branch out yeah. into all of this. Yeah. And so the real estate piece, that was just the avenue that he wanted us to take. But it's actually ministry. And the first time I realized that um, I had a client, this was years ago, and I went to her house for a listing appointment. Mm -hmm. When I got to the listing appointment, she just started dumping on me everything that was going on in her life right then and there. She was overwhelmed trying to sell this house. Her mom was sick and she was just overwhelmed. And the Holy Spirit said, I need you to pray for her. Now, I wasn't the type of person who would just pray for people at that time. Like my relationship, I've always had a relationship with God, but it wasn't as like it is now. Right. And so that was my first time just praying for a complete stranger. And I was scared and I, and I, and the Holy Spirit was like, you better not leave this house without praying for this lady. And I said, I knew I had to do yeah. it. Okay. And so I just asked her, I said, can I pray with you? And she said, please. And we prayed. She cried. She felt good when I left. And I felt good. And I was like, I was obedient. Yeah. Yes. I did what God wanted me to do. And that's when I realized you're not just here to sell houses. You're here to minister mm -hmm. um, to people, to pray for people. And that's, and that's how it is. Because if you know God, you know obedience is always better That's than right. sacrifice. Anybody yes. preach it. That's That's right. serious. Yeah. <laughs> I posted just the other day, right. you know, obedience right. is always better always. than sacrifice. Sometimes we don't know why we're being asked to do things. Mm -hmm. Just know it's a part of your assignment. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready? That's right. <laughs> uh, That's right. So I, 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 I'll make it easy. I would say okay. go to DominicCups.com. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I have a list of all of them right okay. on the front page. Because I don't want to miss, but... My so my goal was you know um, when God calls me home to the heavenly place, I want to leave my children and children's children an inheritance, mm -hmm. not debt. Yeah. So I wanted to be D's and I wanted to be LLCs and INCs. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know what I mean? So that they can continue and mm -hmm. don't have to work. If they choose to, they do. Right. But they don't have to. They just allow the system to work for itself. Exactly. So, you know, all of the businesses that we have is surrounded by, you know, from real estate to, um, I mean, because real estate is broad. So we got the brokerage. Then we have, you know, the flipping side. We have the buy and hold from the rental side. So there's a few businesses just in that alone. Um, then we have the nonprofit with the mentoring. Um, okay. And so... 
then of course we had the restaurant and we're looking to do another one and mm -hmm. another one. So for me, if it's an idea, oh, it's going to be a business attached to it. Mm -hmm. Like straight up, it's going to be a business You see the vision and you just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from the photography and video, you know, but I'm thinking in advance, like, okay, well, I may start it, but there's going to be someone else that's going to run this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Okay. But I don't want to miss any of them. But they all on the page. <laughs> well, look, I've been wanting to ask you this. How did you get the name mm -hmm. The People's Agent? Oh. Tell us about that. How did I? I know I pray. I know I pray. Everything's going to. I ain't trying to, you know, sound oh, spooky, no. but, um, you know, I always prayed and, you know, asked God, okay, what, you know, what would the name be? And how did I come with I don't know. I believe God just gave me that name. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to live up to that. Like, you know, like, listen. I'm the plug. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to be the one that's for you. And I've heard conversations of different agents, you right. know, when it comes to a price point. There's some agents that will not work with a client if it's under a certain price point. Mm -hmm. And my thing was, I don't care if it's $5,000, $500, or $50 million, I'm going to work with you. I'm going to serve you, right? So I wanted to be where, like, listen, you know, you talk to the people, say, he got you. Like, I don't care. Your credit can be shot. He, he got you, you know, so... Yeah, I, that's all I can say. I, yeah. okay. And the other part of that question uh, I wanted to ask you, um, because uh, your name speaks for itself. A lot of people here in Suffolk know you as people outside of Suffolk that know you very well. But I, I looked around the, the cafe, and I was very inspired and intrigued by your decor. What was your inspiration for that? Um, wow. Um, so... The main inspiration I would say is this wall right here. Yeah, I, I right? can't stop looking. Yeah, at this, this wall, wall right here. So you even um, got Nipsey Hussle up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, shout out to Josh from Innovative Twist. Yeah. So um, you know, I kind of presented to Danita, my wife, and Chris, her husband, um, the vision, this timeline. Right. I, I promise you, I didn't know it was gonna turn out like this. It's like, awesome. So I gave Josh a listen, Josh. This is what I see. Right. Uh, well, let's backtrack. This building itself did not look like this. Mm -hmm. And so I had to convince, and this is what visionaries do, right. I had to convince people to see what I saw that physically they can't see. Right. So they had to be able to, all right, Dominic, all right. <laughs> or say, man, I don't see how in the world this is, you know what I'm saying? But it was, it, had, it was perfectly because I pitched it and like Danita saw it right away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And my wife, she saw it, but it was like, brother, you got about 50 million things <laughs> <Yeah>. going on. How are you going to find time right. to do some Wall Street Cafe? But so, you know, because I tell you, y'all see the before pictures, even this building didn't even look like this. Mm -hmm. Like it and, was, and I think that both of us are married to people that kind of grounds us. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can see stuff too. And um, and my husband is kind of like, well, wait, hold on. Let's mm -hmm. kind of like how his wife is. Wow. So it's, yeah. it's, it's great balance. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's great balance. balance. And, and the thing about vision is, you know, you have to see it before you receive the resources for it. Because we saw all of this without a dime. That's the one thing that he helped me with that. Because I was like, how are we gonna get all this money to get this? But God like, yeah. he provided. It's like faith, you yeah. know. It just was nothing but faith. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and what's crazy is we had a I have a business partner in one of our businesses that was gonna finance the whole thing. I pitched a vision. She was like, Hey, I love it. I will finance it and y'all pay me. 
right? Mm-hmm. Well, she ended up not doing that because she had to use the money for something else. Mm-hmm. So now we stuck with a vision, yeah. and we stuck with a contract to buy a building, right? And it was like, okay, God, what are we gonna do now? Mm-hmm. How are we going? <laughs> so <laughs> the whole thing was, you know, was interesting. But anyway, I gave. Um, and doing my research on Black Wall Street, right. I ended up sending the designer. I said, "Listen, man, I want a timeline to show from when Wall Street started to to now, mm-hmm. and I want to incorporate Wall Street and Black Wall Street." Uh, and so I sent him some pictures and I gave him some names. And said, "Hey, here are these people that I want up here, and these are like to me, these are like my mentors, people right. that I don't know personally, very influential, but they are people that I, you know, I look up to, or I read, I study, um, and so." Man, when he sent me the proof, oh man, <laughs> I almost cried. It was like yeah. I almost, everything it was I ever thought about every yeah. moment. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, yeah. Like yeah. this could be in a museum. It really yeah. could. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Whoever yeah. did this, um, who, who yeah, was the person? Josh, innovative twist. Innovative twist. You did awesome. This it, wall yeah. is so captivating. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a so this is, piece. So this is the wall. Everybody come take a picture in front of. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We gonna get a picture in front of this yeah, wall before we leave. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I and I looked at that. I saw a picture. Um, so my man Brandon Roberts, shout out to him. Okay. Um, he. You know what? Yeah, Brandon. Is, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, 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 Brandon. Um, I just knew I'm like, listen, man. I'm, I'm gonna use you, like, you know, because you, you do great stuff. So, I just told him. I said, look, do you? Mm-hmm. I, I said, you know what we're trying to capture here. I said, just give me something creative, and. Um, <laughs> man, he just went in. Yeah, he did. So that's like the Black Wolf of Wall Street. Um, you know what I'm saying with with the black monopoly guy, and basically it's the the guy when his hands is like this. This is everything in his head. So he okay, looked gotcha. at me and he's like, "Man, I know everything that you either doing or you want to do, and I'm going to incorporate all of this as being like this is you." You know right. what I'm saying? So most people don't know I have a Class A commercial driver's license. Right now I haven't drove a truck in years, mm-hmm. but eventually that's going to be a business. You know what I'm saying? Say so, it's gonna yeah, so it was like he just put everything. He was like, look, man, I, I got you. And so, yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Right. So, we have a little urban twist, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing. Okay, okay. And so, um, with the cafe, you know, doing what y'all do, what made y'all say, you know what? Let's open up a cafe, you know, uh, mixed business, food, people coming here, you know, they learn something, mm-hmm. all that. What was the. God. Other <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, I understand it wholeheartedly. Like, so, when he gave me the vision for it, I was excited because, you know, I always see myself on a couple of Fortune 500 and, you know, mm-hmm. this big time executive. So, I was excited. I started, you know, doing Forex and, you know, I've been doing real estate. So it was one of those things where I was like, okay, all right, all right, this is going to be it. So I pitched it on Facebook, right? i never forget. I threw it out there. I was like, what do you think about a cafe? And I think I gave the name and everything, right? And it was one person I grew up with. His response made me say, this is going to blossom. He said, bro, I don't decide that's going to work. I said, thank you. All I needed was one hand. Yeah, All I needed was one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I mean, be that person. This is the guy that I grew up with. Like, bro, we, we from the same neighborhood. Like, out of all people, you yeah. Know, when he he was like, man, I don't see that. Man, that ain't gonna work, man. I hate to say it, you know what I mean? I love mm-hmm. you, bro, but that, 
I said, thank you, bro. Yeah. I said, thank you. So you, you just I, turned this into motivation. I appreciate I'm gonna that. I'm going to go extra yeah. hard now. He didn't say now. He didn't say nothing. He ain't even <laughs> been here. He ain't even signed a wall. He's from Saratoga. But that's all. Of course. Of course. But I'm sure he's probably watching like, man. But I, nothing is not no, changed. No, and, and I mean. God places even, certain people yeah, in your even, life for even, specific reasons. Even, you know, our pastor teaches this. Response is key. Right? Mm-hmm. So, even how we respond to a situation. Like, when me and, when we first started Victory Legion's Realty. Um, I never forget that I said to Danita, it was a post that was made about us, right? Somebody put us on blast, and our response was, oh, something big about to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. if the enemy is going to go to the degree of trying to um, degrade our name and say that we're this and we're mm-hmm. that, that means on the other side of this is something, something. major, right. yeah. and yeah. it always happens. It yeah. always happens. Always happens. And it was also a time where God was cutting people off, too. Yeah. He had to prune some folks off so that we could go to the next yeah. level. We don't like that process sometimes, but it's necessary. It is. Yeah, it it's is. very yeah. necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you see yourself, um, because I, you're an activist, yeah. um, so do you ever see yourself dabbling into politics? <laughs> so let me be careful. Yeah, I mean, you have, a, you have <laughs> some time to get there. You people thought young, I was running but... this year. So here's my response, right? Only if God tells me to. Okay. For years, people have been saying, run for mayor, run for city council. Um, if God tells me to do so, but this is how God has to tell me. It has to come through my wife. Mm-hmm. Because in her eyes, it ain't happening, right? <laughs> so, 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 he can't, he, this is the only word, like, there are some words he can tell me and I can give to her and she'll be like, but for that one, he's going to have to say, all right, uh, I think it's time for Dominic to run. And then she's going to come to me and say, all right, I think you need to. Other than that, I'm not messing with it. You know, I, you, you know, said my steps are ordained. And, and I believe that, you know, God is allowing me to have influence without even sitting on any type of seat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, let me ask y'all this. As black people, do you think we should teach our children more about uh, investing, you know, stocks, things like that to help, you know, grow them at a young age or is it something they should wait to their own? No, 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 no. I, I think, for one, we should teach them by example, mm-hmm. right? Um, I never I never forget when our daughters, because we have three girls, when they started looking at me as a business owner, mm-hmm. it changed. It went from daddy going to work when I was the Pepsi guy, mm-hmm. right? Um, and when they start realizing that they got his own business, that was a game changer for me. You know what I mean? Because I want them to know that you don't have to work for anybody else. Like, whatever you want to be, you can be and you can go hard at it. So investing, I think, the first thing is you need to teach them by your example. Like, mm-hmm. you need to lead by example, right? Um, and we have to talk about money, teach them about money, yeah. but don't wait. You know what I mean? Because I grew up when we had, you know, our parents didn't wait to put a light bill in our name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we, had, we had light bill, cable bill. Yeah, some people you know experience what I'm saying? Like, I got mail. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really. We had debt before we graduated high school, right? So why not teach them now how to be successful and teach them how to invest and, you know, like, even when it comes to sneakers, I tell my kids, like, okay, well, you want some joy. How about you get some stock? 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can keep buying these shoes and, right, and right. not weak from it, right? I agree. So I think we should teach them back then. And they watch. They're looking at us. They see what mm-hmm. we do. All of my kids have businesses, and they and you know they're. I think because they see us as business owners, you can ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, they know that they're going to own a business. And they just, that's how they're growing up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's amazing that we're mm-hmm. able to set that example for yeah. them. They're not even looking at or thinking about a nine-to-five mm-hmm. job. Not even nine-to-five here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. And so, um, my other question, too, would be, y'all opened a cafe especially during the pandemic and all of that like did that kind of you know scare y'all a little bit or were y'all like you know what it this did. is what this is what the calling was so let's go ahead and do it anyway yeah and i think that because our relationship is so strong with god yeah that if we know that we know what we heard from him mm-hmm. yeah. then we just going to keep pushing forward yeah. now granted because of the pandemic the dates and stuff that we were supposed to open kept getting pushed back, and that was okay. It was perfect. Yeah, it, it, was, it, it turned it out perfect. Everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was because had we rushed it, oh, it would have been a complete failure. Yeah. Because we wanted to open it during Black History Month, so we wanted to open in February. Yeah. Oh wow! Just you know what before. I'm saying? Just before. That was our. That, that was our goal. <laughs> yeah. So, and we kept telling people we're gonna open in February. Yeah. Open in February. But nothing was right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we wasn't even finished. Yeah. Nothing was right. So had we forced it, oh. And that's sometimes you go through that a lot and like forcing things. Yeah. And then having to deal with the aftermath, yeah. and we would just be patient. Yeah. And just yeah. wait yeah. on God to and move it us. Worked out. Oh, yeah. Because He can open doors right. for us. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's like, thank it you, God. I, yeah. I trust you because yeah. this would not have been that's like right. this if had yeah. we moved in our own way. That's right. yeah. Sometimes we just get in our own way with yeah. it. I'm gonna tell y'all, 2020 has been an amazing, amazing. year for us. Ooh. I mean, business wise, like the real estate business just booming. Just. Yeah. God just set everything up. Favor. Yeah. yeah. Favor. Yeah. Somebody said favor ain't fair, but it's fine. Favor is right for me. <laughs> yeah. But somebody said, yeah, uh, Pastor that I had been watching, she said, y'all stop saying that, Pastor, because right. God knows exactly who he wants to delegate right. and give things to. Yeah. So it's for you. You stop saying that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 But um, my, my last question that I'm going to ask um, is, um, how uh, did you decide who would be a good business partner? Like, how what characteristics stood out? And how did you guys find this wow. uh relationship to to build i know <laughs> i asked god no, no, yeah. but, but no, that's okay um, so i'll let you tell the story about how we became yeah so what characteristics okay. stand out to you when you're looking into partnership in business because everybody don't mix yeah. you know and there have been a lot of people that have tried this thing with people that they just knew would be a good fit for them but it flopped yeah. so well, okay, so me and Dominic met because before we opened a real estate company, I was a real estate broker for another company, and he came and worked for me as an agent. Okay. And um, so he First he tried to recruit me, and I said, <laughs> I said, well, unless God tell me to leave where I'm at, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then eventually God told me. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. recruit him. Yeah. Um, I'm a dreamer. That's how God speaks to me. So he had showed me a dream of me and Dominic. Um, having a business together, but he said not yet. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't time right then. So we worked together. Was it like a year or two yeah, years? Yeah, about a year. Okay. Yeah, but no. Well, was it two years? It's about two years. Okay, yeah, so we worked years. together for like two years. Yeah. Then after all that stuff had happened, yeah. that's when God was like, now. And so 
Dominic was in the office. I was talking to him. I don't know if I talked to you on the phone. On the phone. Okay, yeah. I said, look, what do you think about... He was like, I already know. I was about to say, let's open up our own firm together. And he was like, I already know. He, I couldn't even get it out of my <laughs> mouth. He said, I already know. Let's do it. God made it send him the yeah. same God, vision. God already you showed know. me. She's yeah. going to be yeah. calling so, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And so what God showed me with Dominic and me, he said, okay, you're here. He's here, but I need y'all to go together because it's yeah. going to take y'all higher yeah. for what you, for what he has, for what I have together is going to take us to another level. Yeah. And that's, that's the true and story. She, you know, she, she's the mother of the farm. You know, she's the nurturer. I'm the sergeant, right? So people, so our agents get to go to her and when they want a shoulder to lean on and I'm the, Hey, let's, let's get it. You know what let's saying? Get, you know what let's get it so, moving. So, but the good thing is like, even if that's a disagreement, like I don't even, I don't know. We just flow. It, it just yeah, flows, we, man. We, like yeah. it, it flows. Um, but I think the, the good thing is it's because of our spouses too. Because right. our spouses, I think they kind of groomed us mm -hmm. to be able to do what we do. Mm -hmm. And so we understand each other. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And the fact that, you know, we have a relationship with God. I don't think if I didn't have one or she didn't have one, it, no, it, it wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But because we hear from him right. and he's going to chastise us anyway, mm -hmm. it's like, all right, it's, it's good. But in other businesses, um, I look for people who... For one, bringing something to the table, because you can't do business with somebody that's not bringing something to the table, right? Right. Yeah. And bringing to the table doesn't always mean money. True. And most people think, okay, well, we broke bring out twenty thousand dollars, we can do business. Well, if I'm bringing twenty, you bring a twenty, but I'm doing all the work. Is this really a fifty-fifty partnership? Right. <laughs> right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. And so I look for people who, for one, is going to bring something to the table. For two, not a yes man. You have to yeah. be able to, if if you always agree and nobody is willing to tell you no, mm. then you're going to find yourself in some, some crazy situations. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you have to have somebody that's willing to disagree with you mm -hmm. in love and don't care about your feelings. Right. Because this you is business, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is definitely is she a quick say, child? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Child. So, right. Yeah. 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 Let them make a mistake just because... Yeah, yeah, sure. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so. And that's the simplicity of partnership. Yeah. yeah um, sometimes yeah. we don't, we always want to go a certain way, but when you have the right person, they'll say, mm, uh, but if we do it this way, you know, yeah. and then it makes you have to take a step back yeah. and reevaluate the situation yeah. and look at it from a whole, yeah. you know, so that you don't make those unnecessary yeah. um, mistakes and, and faulty patterns of business. And it just, ruins it sometimes so that's a blessing yeah. and not just that but she sees things um that i don't see mm -hmm. it's like i'm telling you it's like okay when our spouses is not around we still cover because mm -hmm. i remember not gonna put no names out but i remember there was uh there was an agent that i, I was like Danita, we should um do a farm and bring this person <laughs> up and she was like child the child came out huh <laughs> And, and energy won't right. But, but I was looking from a financial standpoint, like, yo, this person would be a great asset to the team. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we should bring them on what we're doing. And she was adamant, like, no, I don't so see it. She was like, and she, she, she was like, uh -uh. that spirit do not. Uh. <laughs> yeah, she said, I see something that I don't That's, think would be right. And, and you but know what? For that, for Afterwards, 
it came to light. I was like, oh man, like, mm, I see it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you guys have that balance between you guys and you can yeah. say things to each other, like you say, in love and yeah. still be able yeah, yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. get the job done yeah, yeah. and meet the goal. So, that's yeah, awesome. We don't never talk crazy to each other. No, 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 no. No, now I got partners that we do, but we still do it in love. Yeah, yeah. Some people you gotta reach on a different level, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Our partners that we do have a nice. I try to do it the right way. Yeah, we have a nice. You don't force my hand. And my thing, I tell people this: you know, I'm great at not mixing personal and business feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. So business wise, we can have a blown out, heated fellowship, and afterwards, yo, we trying to eat that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it don't stay on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You say, like. I say what I say. Yeah, say, like you if know, it's business, so. we can disagree and still be, but everybody can do that. Yeah, so yeah, most people true. think, mm-hmm. oh man, well you, nah, I don't dislike you. Like, no, I love you. I still love you. Like, but we just not going to do that together. Right, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, that part, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's I'm awesome. good at that. Like, it ain't nothing personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. good. So I think my last thing would be, you know, we've covered everything I have on these. So we'll probably be, if y'all could tell anybody just one thing, like, what would that be? Mm. You want to go first? You mean like as an entrepreneur or just in life? I I probably would say anybody aspiring to build a brand. Yeah, let's do that. Dream big. That would be my thing. Dream big. Don't limit yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, And don't allow your environment to limit what you can do, where you can go, and what you can be. Like, You have to see yourself bigger than that. And my mom did that. Like, she used to take us what we used to call the white folk section mm-hmm. on Sundays. She was a driver and get a real estate book and drive us around the neighborhood and have us dream and be like, that's our house, right? And now we stayed in the roughest neighborhood, the worst apartment, but for that moment, that hour, we would dream, right? So I would tell anybody, especially kids, like, dream big. Mm-hmm. Like, put yourself outside of your environment. Like, see yourself as owning blocks and blocks and cities and you know what I'm saying? Don't just be like, well, you know, I don't know if I can do this because of where I'm from or my family. Nah, be the first in your family. Be the first in your city. You know what I'm saying? Be the first in your state. Like, dream big and don't, no limits. Okay. Hard work pays off. I agree with that too. And I will also say, don't be afraid to trust your inner voice. Mm. Like, you have to trust that. I talk to my daughter about that all the time. She's 17, she's a singer, and she writes songs. And she's like, you know, everybody trying to get me to do this. I said, trust your inner yeah. voice and go with it. Yeah. And that's what you have to do as yeah. a business owner, yeah. as an entrepreneur. You can't listen yeah. to right. what's going on around you. You gotta stay focused and trust what you're feeling and go with it. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah, that, that's, um, I think, you know, we kind of covered a lot of the things that, you know, we set out to cover. You guys gave us some great information. I'm blessed and, and, and grateful for this opportunity to sit down with both of you. Um, you've shed some light on some things. And we would like for you guys to extend an invitation for us to come back. Absolutely. Um, a couple months down the road just to kind of see how business location by is going. And location. if that's the case, yeah, then yeah. we'll do, you know, we'll come on there. Come to the grand open. But um, yeah. this was um, a really good business to open in the community. I'm glad that you decided to come awesome. back awesome. to the place where everything started for that's you right. and bring someone else um, with great characteristics and great business mindset back into the community to pour out into the people 
Um, so I will definitely be coming back. And my daughter was like, Mom, can you get me a cookie while you're I'm like, they closed. We just doing the, um, we'll the thing. But, yeah, um, and, and, and shout out to you all spouses for, for being so committed to you all and, and, and being obedient to God and helping you guys get yeah. to your levels. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, we do, do things on our own, but it's always good sometimes we go home at night and we have that, that special person that rub us on our back and comfort us and tell us right. it's going to be okay when we yeah. get weary and just yeah. to keep us on that straight and narrow. Yeah. So, you know, that's a blessing. And I'm grateful that you guys gave us the opportunity Ooh, today. We gave y'all the bare naked truth. Yeah. 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 Yeah